This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy out along with Aaron Renning talking some NBA, getting ready for Game 5. So we're here on a Monday uh, talking some Sports Better's Paradise NBA style here, part of the uh, Bet Rivers Podcast Network. And this was the chalk that we would come back from uh, San Francisco to, uh, to, I mean, 1-1, go to Boston 1-1. Now we're going back to San Francisco 2-2, but it's not the way I expected it. I thought the more physical team, the much stronger rebounding team, did exactly that in Game 3. I expected Golden State, the champs, to put out an effort, but still to be you know, inferior in that, uh, in that matchup. I'm floored that Golden State had a 55-42 rebounding advantage uh, in Game 4, and You know, both of these teams still lack a little bit of that killer instinct, a little bit of that maturity to put teams away uh, when they have an opportunity. So now the Celtics, after a loss, they're 7-0 in this postseason. Uh, Keep in mind that after a a win, they won all four against the Nets, so they started 3-0. Since then, again, the more competitive series, Milwaukee, Miami, Golden State, they are 3-7 after wins. So... AR would surprise you, would didn't surprise you, because uh, we hadn't talked. Because game three went according to plan. We like the Celtics. They came back. They took yep. care of business. Uh, but did, uh, again, failed to follow up a win with another uh, a solid performance. They lost. Well, this is it. You know, push comes to shove <laughs> right here. I mean, um, you know, obviously for me, it's going to be disappointing. For anybody who has a Celtics series bet, it's going to be disappointing. They win that game, three to one, in the series. Uh, you know that's a three-team parley, uh, basically five, six to one. They're the favorites now. They're the underdog. I, I mean, and deservedly so. Deservedly so because yeah, I, I feel like Boston probably needs to win the next two games to win this series. I, I just, I always just you could never count on a team to go in uh, on the road and win a game seven on the road. You just, you know, maybe that happens, that's nice, whatever, but you can never count on that, you know, to think that that's going to happen. So uh, that was a very disappointing loss. And, and Jimmy, what have I been saying the whole, uh, feels like about two, three months we've been doing this. <laughs> but, you know, I always start with who, who you got the best player on the court. And, you know, I thought Jason Tatum was, was probably the best player on the court. And he just has not lived up to expectations. Offensively, 
he is disappointed as far as from a scoring perspective. Obviously, Steph Curry and Jimmy give you some credit because if this does go seven games, you're you're live to win this both ways. <laughs> I, 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 I was going to wonder. Yeah, yeah. If that my you head really are into a middle, right? Yeah, I mean that that's. I would be cheering for that if I was you because <laughs> you wanted game seven because right now if this goes seven games and Boston were to somehow win a game seven, uh, Steph Curry would be named MVP. I, I don't think there's any question about that. Um, it's you know I, it's never really happened in my lifetime. Um, crazy that that would happen like this, but he's been the best player on the court, and that you know he won the game. Uh, on Friday night, uh, unbelievable performance, and if you got the best player on the court, it goes a long, long way in these NBA series. And uh, there was conversation. I think it was the Cavaliers Warriors series that LeBron James. Mm-hmm. It, it looked like they were going to lose, but his numbers were so unbelievable. He, he was carrying the rest of the of rest of that crew. Um, and there was a conversation about whether or not he would win the MVP award. Very hard on, to do. on a losing team. And, uh, and and I, and I could have seen that. It's it's not something that is standard, but my goodness, it, it's got a shot the way this yeah. thing is going. I think it's got a great shot. Well, no, you know, the big thing is Boston just, you know, Tatum is, you know, uh, on paper their best guy, and he is wilted. And obviously uh, Jalen Brown is there, but, you know, he had a bad game four, maybe Marcus Smart or whatever. But, you know, he didn't play that great in game four. So it's all, it's all about stepping up when the chips are down. And, uh, you know, Boston obviously has a number of players that can do it. Gold State just, you know, it, it's if it's not Steph Curry, I don't right. know who else it's going to be, um, you know, to step up for more than two or three games. So phenomenal, you know, just a phenomenal performance. What are you going to do? And, you know, I, I've been preaching it, you know, you you really want the best player on the court, and uh, it's definitely been Steph Curry. You know, we, we talked about it. I didn't bet it. I don't make a living on playing minus 190s. Uh, but that over five and a half, I think my quote was that the odds makers got it right. Both these teams uh, lack, you know, show a lack of a killer instinct and we extend series a little bit, mm-hmm. and here we are. It's guaranteed it's going at least six. So I, I, I – I, I, the Warriors being more competitive in Game Four than Game Three did not surprise me at all. Okay, but you know the Celtics with is is it just because of Marcus Smart is too involved? Is it is Tatum has struggled with turning the ball over and field goal percentage? Is it just the lack of killer instinct or it, or basketball IQ? To, are they a team that when after a win they think they're better than they are? They don't have to grind it out and. Yeah. And focus, you know, they can wane on their focus a little bit. You know, we'll find out tonight. To be honest, uh, I mean, I, my big thing is, you know, you look at the the past NBA champions. You, you have essentially NBA Hall of Famers that lead the way. You know, last year it was Giannis uh, for the Bucks. Whether it's Steph Curry, uh, whether it's LeBron James, Boston really doesn't have that guy per se. Um, they do, but they don't. You know, they don't have this guy that's the NBA is marketed as um, this guy. And again, I thought it was Jason Tatum, but he is uh, totally disappointed. So that's kind of the way I look at it. 
you know, you have to have these superstars step up, and even in a bad way, you know, you can take over a game. And, you know, that was a scary thing about Boston. That's why people never gave Boston the the props. The, you know, they, they just never kind of discounted them because, you know, they don't have Kevin Durant. They don't have uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. They don't have uh, Luka. They don't have uh, Steph Curry. It's Jason Tatum, and he is uh, totally disappointed. So, to me, it's on him. Uh, they can still rally, and he can still figure it out. But, um, you know, I think that's where we're at right now. Well, and one of the things that we're talking about is the uh, oddsmakers' power ranking still had Golden State like they were the team at three or four yeah. years ago. That's obvious they're not that team. Right. But still, Steph Curry has raised it to another level. Yeah. They had to have it. He dropped 43. Uh, on them, and they had ten rebounds. I, I just can't. Uh, to me, to get out rebounded by uh, Golden State is inexcusable for Boston. Uh, to you know that that run. it's always kind of a hustle statistic that you kind of look at where you an effort statistic, and you know to to flip game three to game four the rebounding advantage twenty nine rebounds. I mean, from a plus sixteen to a minus thirteen. Yeah. Well. You know, as I've said, you know, Clay Thompson is never going to get to the level that he was at five years ago. Obviously, Draymond Green's not going to get to the level he's at. So it's really about shutting down Steph Curry. And, you know, if if I'm the coach, and maybe it's impossible, but I'm doing a lot more. I'm not letting him touch the basketball. I'm doubling him. I'm trapping him. I'm doing whatever I can. And, you know, even that last uh, late possession in game four, you know, they trapped him and he got rid of the ball for an easy layup, I think the loony or whatever it was. So, you know, you're dealing with that as well. But at this point, I'm not letting Steph Curry beat me. I'm definitely not letting him come take that high screen and, you know, shoot a three-pointer from the top of the key. So we'll see if Boston responds and, and doesn't let Steph Curry to beat him. The number is at uh, four and two ten and a half now for tonight. Uh, money line minus one seventy five, uh, Boston plus one forty five. Well, um, you know I'm going to come in and it, you know this has kind of made uh, a lot of sense. Uh, it's definitely worked out well. I talked about it the last time we did the show, Jimmy. But uh, to me, it's Boston first half. Okay. And you know um, the Celtics. As you mentioned, seven and zero in the playoffs so far. Uh, awful loss, so you have that going with you. Uh, if they're going to respond, it's going to be in the first half, or they're not going to be able to respond. And with that said, you're taking away that third quarter. I mean, Gold State mo, it, you know, is the third quarter. Obviously, so far this series, one thirty six to eighty seven. Uh, you know. Golden State has outscored Boston in the third quarter. You have to respect that at some point. It wasn't as blatant in game four, but, you know, it was still there. Uh, last out on Friday. So um, I, I think um, when you break it down, if you think the Celtics are going to respond, to me it's going to be in the first half. You take away that third quarter. Uh, I'm going to go with that, Jimmy, and I, I think um, – you know, get a couple of points in this one, and that's, that's the way to look at it. 
Boston first half, it has been it has been something that uh, has definitely been. What, what do you make uh, of the, the the third quarter surge uh, by uh, Golden State? We have seen Steve Kerr uh, tinker with some things, including some yeah. offensive defensive adjustments late with Draymond Green. Kind of okay is where he is. He's such a mental case, you know, to shoot the <laughs> ball that will you know let's reduce him to a role instead of placating to you know to what he's done over the past. Yeah, I. I don't know exactly what to make of it, but you have to give them credit. And everybody said all oh, their championship DNA, their experience, this and that. Um, you know, you have to respect that uh, after a while when you've seen it over and over in just about every game. And quite honestly, that's what's probably cost the Celtics um, this series. Uh, a number of things. Anyway, um, you know, I'm disappointed, like I say, just the way everything happened, uh, the way it went down. I've been touting the Celtics. I've been right uh, for three months, uh, definitely wrong uh, on Friday. We'll see if they respond. But, um, you know, that's that's my other question. I hate to bring it up, Jimmy, but, you know, am I going to hedge before this game starts? And I hate to do that. Like I said, I got plus 140. Uh, I got some other futures plus $3. Um I haven't got there yet. I think I'll wait for the first half to play out. Um, but uh, certainly disappointed the way the Celtics, you know, uh, are in this, uh, are on this page at this yeah. point. My, um, you know, my buddies uh, kind of making fun of me. Oh, no, I still like your bed. I mean, I, uh, going into game four. And I was like, Man, they have to win this game four. I, this yeah. is, I think whoever wins game four is going to win this series. And, I mean, what happened in the fourth quarter in game one, that's not sustainable. I mean, is, is Boston going to knock down, what, 10 straight three-pointers in one quarter? I mean, yeah. that's, you know, I, I was just very concerned. Now, what, what I did was paid off as a little bit of an insurance and a hedge. I, I said, well, I'm not going to have – I'm not going to be able to hedge in in San Francisco. So, I mean, I was middle, so I took the four and a half and had a shot. To fall in the middle, but didn't. But uh, gives me a little bit more capital. I'll tell you what I'm doing, uh, Er, and you're not going to like it because you you talk about being so fearful of that game seven. I'm trying to create myself some games. Neither one of these teams can finish off each other. How is this thing at this point not going to go to a game seven? I right. mean, whoever wins tonight is going to exhale for game six, and and here we go again. Uh, I just. You know, I'm, I've seen enough of it uh, to kind of have a strong opinion. So tonight, they're a game. Boston's at Golden State. They're plus 125. The Boston to win in seven is plus 350. I can get to a game seven instead of having plus 125 money line. I can have plus 350. Right. That's And then I can play around with, you know, well, do I want to – you know, hedge back and bet Golden State for the money. You know, at minus a dollar fifty, money, whatever it is. But I understand Boston did go to Miami and win a game seven. This will be a much different. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. This is a different deal. Totally, and an individual now. player and a great player like Curry, who has who has played the best ball uh, of the four games, and when his team needs it, and he's carrying more of the load than he had to in other ones. You know that legacy, and they get that. That's for the day shows and all that stuff. But he, he, I think he's taking a lot of pride in trying to carry this team uh, oh. to this championship. You know, he like I say, he's been the MVP. Regardless, I, I'll say this: 
And the way I set it up is if if the Celtics are going to win the series, it's almost like a two-team parley. they got to win game five, game six, because I just do not trust any road team to come in. Like you say, they've already won a game seven. Very hard to be able to do that. Um, I don't think you can count on that at this point. So, to me, it's almost like a two-team parlay. And it makes sense that they respond tonight. Then they got to come back and win game six. So, I think to a certain degree you can bet that parlay. There's different ways you can bet that. Uh, but, again, I'm already kind of with Boston on the series, and uh, that's where I am. Uh, so, I'll take a shot in the first half because they have responded, and mm-hmm. we'll see if they respond tonight. 7-0 and are the Celtics uh, after losses uh, in this uh, postseason, so we'll see. And certainly you got to get a little creative because this thing is has turned uh, on that game four. Yeah. No question I about mean, it. amazing. Like I said, it's a, a three-team parlay um, essentially for Golden State. No, really, no one's given them much of a chance at that point. It's a, They're a 6-1 to one underdog, uh, and, and now uh, things switch. Boston's uh, underdog. That is that is a massive, just a massive swing. No, no doubt that game four was uh, very, very important. All right, Boston uh, in the first half is plus two. It's exactly half of the game, the game line. So mm-hmm. uh, there you go uh, with uh, with ER's pick. I'm going to shift a little bit of uh, Boston in seven plus three fifty. Uh, see if we can get these teams to uh, split the next two and I. I kind of have that uh, feeling of the way this thing has gone. All right, ER. Look, man, the season's been great. We appreciate it. Uh, all of your research and your knowledge that you've uh, you shared with us, man. We've got some great feedback on it. I appreciate it. No, oh, that's good. I got a. I, I can't leave you. I got a baseball game. I hate to do it oh, to you guys, let's go. but uh, uh, actually, I, I I really like this game. Um, I don't have the current line in front of me, but. Uh, People are going to be shocked that I'm coming in with uh, actually a big underdog. I like uh, Mitch Keller in the Pittsburgh Pirates. Keller's got one of the biggest arms you'll ever see in Major League Baseball, Jimmy. But the interesting thing is um, he changed, he radically changed what he, uh, how he throws uh, about three games ago. And he moved from a four-seam fastball to a two-seam fastball. You rarely ever see pitchers do that. Obviously, in the middle of the season, he's never really thrown a two-seam fastball in his life. Um, and, you know, this is a guy who added like two or three miles an hour to his fastball to begin with. Remember those uh, off-season uh, video takes, if you will. They were, you know, showing this guy throwing 100 miles an hour or whatever it was. Anyway, he throws this two-seam fastball still 95 uh, miles per hour. If you look, if you really dig into the numbers... Um, the biggest thing with him, I think, is the command, the control that it allows him to throw uh, this pitch. The, you know, the four seam was not successful. He could not con- command it, could not control it. And he added the sweeper to begin with. So now he's got the two seamer. He's got a big arm, and he's got, and he's got the, the two seam fastball. And St. Louis, on top of that, is vulnerable uh, to this a uh, uh, right-handed pitcher that puts the ball on the ground, that throws a sinker. So you're getting plus money, and I bet it on the five inning. I bet it on the game. Uh, this is actually one of the bigger bets I've had all Major League Baseball season. I think this is time to step up. I think there's a lot of value here. 
Interesting. Uh, and uh, there's no doubt that uh, Keller's results the last four uh, have been improved after a pretty rough start where he gave up uh, four oh, or five earned runs in the first four of his six starts. So his last four, uh, you talk about uh, his form has improved greatly. I didn't know all the details that you, you're talking about, but uh, makes a lot of sense. And so, uh, you know, a guy that, uh, you know, he's one of those high draft picks, uh, you know, second-round pick that um, out of high school and that, that Pittsburgh has certainly decided to start signing uh, the last few years and started being on the cheap side. And Thompson's only had one appearance this year in four innings pitch, uh, four innings, one earned run against the Cubbies. So uh, some people falling in love a little bit with St. Louis because Milwaukee's been so bad. Now they're atop of the National League Central. But yeah, real live dog, plus 55 right yeah. now uh, at, uh, at uh, Bet Rivers. So not just pl- a little plus money, but significant uh, plus money, no doubt about that. I'm, I'm just pulling for my for Auburn uh, Super Regional Series bet to get home tonight. So is that uh, yeah. the only game tonight? They got two. Uh, you know, Stanford okay. in a uh, winner take all against UConn, and then um, and then Auburn against Oregon State. That'll be four and seven Eastern times. Uh, so in the afternoon, they won't keep us up uh, real late uh, on that. All seven games, by the way, all seven games after all those overs in a regional round. All seven went under the total uh, wow. yesterday. You had a couple of games like Texas was 9-1 in the second inning, and they just kind of put on the brakes the rest of the game. Yeah. Stanford was 8-2 in the third inning. That's your final score. So really odd type of, uh, of paths that they took. And let's face it, nobody's crying uh, for the volunteers and their kind of in-your-face swag uh, with their that they are – Kind of taking on the personality of their head coach Tony Vitello. So, uh, no, no I've, been, I've enjoyed it. I, you know, each each and every year, I get a little bit more into the College World Series, the you know the regionals, super regionals, because you can bet on it. <laughs> Quite honestly, if you couldn't bet on it, I would probably care less to a certain thing. But you know, it is fun, and I'll be certainly tuned into those games tonight. Uh, because again, you could bet on it, and I'll I'll have some action uh, next week as we get in those games as well. So good luck to you, Jimmy. Yeah, first year in mobile uh, betting uh, in Louisiana. We've seen uh, it's like a select game. It's about ten to fourteen on the weekends uh, that they'll post uh, at Bet Rivers, and so uh, you know you have select games uh, that they have, and so of course when the regionals come, uh, we've been all over it uh, as well. So. Um, be interesting. Be interesting tonight to be a good one. I think Stanford is clearly better uh, than UConn, um, but the, that that Auburn Oregon State game should be a lot of fun. Er, appreciate it. Uh, you we'll bet. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much. This has been Sports Better's Paradise here as part of the Bet Rivers Podcast Network.